Hi, my name is Soraya. And I'm Yasmin. And this is the Sells Not Sells Pod. We're two unapologetic sisters dismantling mental health stigma, one conversation at a time. Ooh. Hi. Hello. I, I love this whole thing of us like being like face to face, actual face to face. Yeah, and you know, the quality of our uh, podcast just went up tenfold because we actually have a nice schmancy schmancy. Yeah, little microphone. Um, we love you, Zoom. Thank you so much, but also you're basic. <laughs> <laughs> you're trash. <laughs> you are not ideal, okay? Like, love you, love that for you. But you're only a means to an end. <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once quarantine's over, oh, buddy, your fame's gonna drop. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna give a shit about you. Oh! <laughs> Um, no, this is really good. I really love being face-to-face with you for our podcast. Mm-hmm. It's always good fun. Yes. Yes. Social bubble. Hashtag. So- hashtag social bubble. Hashtag COVID. Hashtag ISO life. <laughs> like, we know the gram back and forth. Yep, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> cool. Um, so today, Soraya, mm-hmm. we're going to talk, be talking about setting boundaries. Cool. 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 So we're going to be talking about what boundaries are, um, why they're so important, what they look like, and, you know, sometimes you might get pushback on your boundaries, so we're going to talk about how to protect yourself in situations like that. Oh, I can answer that already. Tell them to fuck off? Yeah, tell them to go. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> tell them to go fuck yourself. <laughs> Listen, motherfucker. <laughs> Respect my boundaries. That's it. That's the episode. No, I'm just joking. Um, okay, so shall we dive in? Yeah, let's do, do it. it. Okay, so what are boundaries? Essentially, boundaries are rules or limits that a person puts in place to sort of curate a safe space for themselves within their relationships. So your boundaries can be physical, they can be emotional, um, they can be set in friendships, uh, romantic relationships, relationships with family and in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And you can also set boundaries with yourself. Ah. Ah, right? Um, so basically they're just guidelines on how you should be treated, uh, to protect your emotional and physical well-being. That's fair enough, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is, you know, pretty straightforward. Um, they're important because, you know, they're essential to fostering healthy relationships. Yep. And also building your own self-esteem. Which makes sense because if you constantly break your boundaries or have other people break your boundaries, I think you kind of lose yourself a little bit, yeah? Absolutely. You know, I feel like as well when you don't set healthy boundaries with people um, and, you know, you're subjecting yourself or allowing other people to subject you to uh, events or situations that don't make you feel comfortable, you're obviously not going to feel very good about yourself. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. So that's really... um, that's why they're so important within your relationships um, because they give you space to grow and to be vulnerable and to be your authentic self in a safe place. Yeah. Right? Um, so basically setting boundaries and communicating them allows others to identify and understand where your limits are mm-hmm. um, and it prompts them to treat you in a way which makes you feel safe, respected, valued, things like that. Yeah. Um. So there are many ways in which you can, like, many sort of spheres that you can set boundaries. Yeah. Um, so one of them are is material boundaries. Mm-hmm. Now, material boundaries is kind of things like, you know, lending or sharing personal material items. Yeah. Like, I, for one, do not like lending my personal things to people unless I know I can trust them. Yeah. Or I know that the value of the item itself means nothing to me. Mm. What about you? 
For me, um, it depends on the item. Yeah. Books, never. Yeah. If I do lend a book, mm-hmm. I literally say to the person, if you do not return this to me, in good nick, I will find you and I will fucking kill you. Yeah, I remember so many times they'd be like, sorry, can I borrow this book? And you'd be like, don't doggy ear it. <laughs> yeah. Don't doggy ear it. Where's your bookmark? Yeah. Don't hate, touch it. Don't draw on yeah, it. Yeah, no. And yeah. I, I've had someone borrow one of my books and dog ear it. And I'm just <sighs> like, and guess what? They broke the cardinal rule and I am not friends with them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Healthy boundaries. If someone dog ears your book, bye. Yeah. Fuck um, them off. <laughs> um, they ain't your friend. <laughs> they are not your friend. It could also be things like, you know, protecting your physical space. Like our parents mm. don't like for us to invite people over that they don't know especially if they're not going to be home at the time yeah, because exactly. their home is their personal physical space. Mm. It holds all their valuable belongings. So that's one of the things that you, like one of the ways you can set material boundaries. Yep. Um, physical boundaries. That's another one. So physical boundaries tend to be most commonly seen in terms of greetings. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Soraya, you and I, we're ethnic. Yeah. We do the hug, the kiss on the cheek when we see people, sometimes which I, both. Which I hate. You hate that. I hate that so much. Unless, like, it's, like, obviously you or mum or dad. Yeah, I was starting to feel very uh, attacked. <laughs> like, I hate it with, like, family friends, especially ones that, you know, I don't like. And you don't see in, like, <laughs> And I don't see decades. in, like, decades or, like, ages. And then they, like, try to do... I'm like... Get the, like, get the fuck off me. Yeah. And I, I put it down to um, autistic, so that's probably why. <laughs> but <laughs> but you could also just not like people touching you. Like, there doesn't have to be yeah, and a that, definitive and, reason. And, that, and, that, and that's the th- same thing, too. Like, if I don't feel comfortable with a person, mm. I don't like greeting them. I don't like hugging them. I yeah. don't like giving them a kiss on the cheek. Yeah. And it comes off rude, but it makes me severely, severely uncomfortable. Yeah to do that yeah my thing is with uh physical boundaries i don't really tend to have them (laughs) like i'll greet you i'll give you a hug i'll give you a kiss my thing is i'm very aware of other people's physical boundaries so i won't approach people for a kiss or a hug unless i know them well Mm. or if they approach me first yeah um so the reason why people can set physical boundaries is because they want to create a safe physical space for themselves yeah um and it's not just greetings like it could be things like people not liking going to shopping centers because the crowds the loud noises the enclosed space can make them anxious mm. um me pe- yes me too <laughs> me too chadston oh go to hell yeah. <laughs> um and it can also be things like you know meeting someone in a public space as opposed to a private space with locked doors and things like that um, you know, basically those physical boundaries help someone feel safe in the physical space that they're in. Yeah. Um, and you know, with other people and stuff mm. like that. Um, another one that you can set, um, is around the sexual boundaries. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, just your comfort level, your limits with different types of sexual activity, um, where you'd like to do them with who, um, and within what space. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory. I feel like if you have a healthy sex life, you know what makes you feel comfortable, what you're happy with, and you'd be happy communicating that. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think uh, you say that, though. I said, yeah, that's fair. Because, that's my because, own personal opinion. <laughs> because, like, I, I know there's a lot of women out there, especially if they have sort of maybe a partner they've been with for a while, Yeah. and they want to do things that they're uncomfortable with. They kind of yeah. just do it because they want to make that person happy that person happy or because you know 
that person might turn around and be like, well, you know, my ex would do it or whatever like that. Okay, you know, that's sort of, trash. Yeah, that like that, 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 that pressure, that right? That does happen. Um, and I think, like, it's so hard. If a person in your relationship does not respect your sexual boundaries... Bolt for the hills. Oh, man. Like, that's 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 set, set in a, a dangerous... Precedent, yeah. Precedent. Yeah. Someone can't respect your sexual, your physical, um, or your uh, material boundaries then they probably don't respect you i don't i i don't think it also just comes down to respect i think it's like they see you especially say for example in a partnership oh yeah definitely yeah see it as that they own you yeah or that you know you are obliged to them yeah and it's just like you ain't obliged to shit yeah (laughs) (laughs) the only person that owns you is yourself yeah exactly um so if someone doesn't respect that yeah pretty much what they're telling you is one they don't respect you and yeah. two that they feel like they own you to tell you how to live your fucking life absolutely yeah um yeah i mean like look, those are the bare minimum boundaries that's why we've covered them first and in, in not mm. much detail because if someone can't respect your bare minimum requirements for being respected mm. um then you deserve better yeah right um one of the other bare minimum boundaries is like spiritual boundaries mm-hmm. so you know, spirituality, religion, we don't tend to talk about that much anymore. I think it's because it's very taboo. It's become very taboo. And I think because there are so many different, um, you know, religions and spiritualities mm. that people align themselves with now. Yeah. Um, and But I think as well that um, people are really turned off by zealots. Yeah. Or a lot of people who are, say, for example, spiritual, don't like talking about their spirituality because there's a connotation with being that spiritual yeah. type. So, um, for example, like, you know, Christians or Catholics, like, they might not say that they are yeah. or t- talk to people saying that they are and say they're true believers. Mm. But that's because there's a connotation that, like, if you're Catholic or Christian, you're clearly homophobic. Yeah, because there are those Christians out there yeah. that are hugely homophobic. Yeah. But, like, you look at mum, and mum is a devout, a devout Catholic pretty much. Like, she's... Yeah, she, she's, loves, she loves going to church. Yeah, she's yeah, she's, she's, quite, she's quite religious in that yeah. aspect. But mum cares about everyone and loves everyone and doesn't see, hom- like, homosexuality as a sin or anything like that. Pretty yeah. much her belief is that if you don't... If you're not hurting anyone yeah. else... Yeah. As in, not your parents and they're disappointed in you but in the terms of you know you're not breaking someone's boundaries yeah hurting someone's boundaries yeah then what the fuck does that yeah like what like you know go live your life and you know you can't punish someone for loving who they love like exactly that's that's my belief and it's other things as well like you know people like mum um they're their religion, their spirituality is personal to them. It's private to them. Yeah. Um, and they don't judge others for um, what they believe, what they do with their lives, because for them, being spiritual means accepting and loving. Yeah. As things as they, things and people as they come. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Bare minimum boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're getting into the nitty gritty. Oh. Are you ready? Let's let's go. Let's get heavy. Okay. So. Mental boundaries. Ooh, all right. Now, mental boundaries are those ones that I sort of mentioned earlier in the podcast, that boundaries that you have within yourself. Okay. So they're internal boundaries which apply to your thoughts, values, your opinions, and your emotions. Okay. 
So say, for example, I know we mentioned this um, in one of our previous episodes where you had said that you had um, done like an Instagram clean out, a social media clean out, because you wanted to stop seeing certain things Mm. that were making you feel uncomfortable or inadequate, things like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that's happening a lot more. Like personally, I've gone through like an Instagram purge Mm. where I've unfollowed um, you know, some of those influences and, you know, the, the tea tonics and, you know, the lose weight in six days kind of things oh, because trash people, trash people, you know, um, like no, no offense to them. Cause you know, I yeah. guess make your coin, but don't make everyone else feel shit to make your coin, to make your coin. Yeah. It's all going to find to do things that boost you up. So long as you're not hurting anyone else in the meantime. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, look, I was starting to get really bad, you know, um, self-esteem from seeing these things constantly in my social media. So I set that internal boundary within myself, that mental boundary. And I was like, okay, well, I don't need to see this stuff. Mm. I don't need to be exposed to these things and I don't need to be made to feel this way. Yeah. So I cut it out. So I don't know about you, but like recently Mm -hmm. I have been following more people or a bunch of people who inspire me to want to be better, not make me feel guilty because I'm not a certain, Mm. certain way. Yeah. Like people who, for example, unfortunately, and I don't know why it is, it's because we've been made to believe as females that there's only a certain amount of spots for us to be successful. Oh, oh cause, yeah, because because we've got a vagina, so yeah, it means that we yeah, can't yeah. do things. There's, there's less there's less spaces for women, so you know we have to compete with each other and tear each other down in order to get to those positions. Yeah, because um, you have to be one of the boys. Yeah, you know? I've pretty much unfollowed every person who has who seems that way or like uh, appears that way, where they kind of like don't support yeah. other people building themselves up by knocking other people down like one of my favorite people that i'm following at the moment is reese witherspoon love her yeah she like just pretty much promotes and just pushes like and supports women Mm -hmm. and like you know just wants to see every woman successful not some women all all women yeah yeah i definitely have been following a lot more um a lot more women who are more open about their mental health and their struggles Mm. especially people in my age demographic yeah um who you know there's things like people like abby chatfield i'm gonna get flack from this you don't know who who the fuck i'm talking about do you (laughs) that's just like when (laughs) she's an ex-bachelor contestant okay yes you're already judging me don't judge, Sarah. No, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> judging you. I just don't. I think. I think we need to do a, an episode we on will. reality TV. We are going to do an episode on um, reality TV. Absolutely. Because fuck that shit. There's so much shit I can say about that. It's such fucking trash. But well, I used me, to love it, but now I can't. No. Let me mm. introduce you to Abby Chatfield. Okay, she's yeah. a goddess, right? Yeah. Um, she was painted as the villain in her Bachelor um season, mm-hmm. and she went through a lot of trauma as a result of going on The Bachelor. And you follow her now and she's so open about mental health. She's a really powerful woman. She's constantly building up other women. Um, She's constantly, you know, calling women out for attacking other women just for the basis of, you know, being on The Bachelor, being on Bachelor in Paradise, you know, calling them, you know, slut-shaming, things like that. Those are things I see a lot in my personal circles. I see slut shaming. I see fat phobia. I mm. see, you know, racism. Just like nitty, nitty little nitpicky stuff. Mm. And so to see that called out, as well as just being so open about mental health, that to me has fostered a lot of emotional growth 
Mm. And that's where I'm setting those mental boundaries just within social media. I got rid of the stuff that was making me feel like crap and I started showing myself more of what I wanted to see. Yeah. More of what was making me feel good. Mm. Yeah. 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 So. And I, like I'm, and I'm I'm the same same as well because I think for the long like the problem is with social media is that it's so freaking manufactured. Oh, of course. As as seen by recently where there's uh Instagram influencers <laughs> were taking photos being saying that they were in a private jet <laughs> when actually it was a set and was yeah. fake. I saw that this morning and I literally pissed myself like, not literally, like, not literally. <laughs> it's like the dumbest shit I've ever fucking seen. And I'm just yeah. like, and this is why I'm like, flex culture to mm. me is so fucking trash. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, there's a difference between flex culture yeah. and talking about what you're gra- grateful for. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the thing is like, we're becoming more and more aware yeah. now. And yeah. so we can eliminate those things from mm. our social media so we don't have to feel like shit for not being in a plane that they're not even in. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, like I said, I follow Reese Weaverspoon and I follow other women who are super successful and have millions of dollars, but I don't feel shit yeah. looking at them going, yeah. why the fuck can't I have that? Because mm. they don't focus on material shit. They, they focus, focus on... on well-being, uplifting, yeah. goals, yeah. Um, smashing shit out, yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, cool. Um, okay, so the last one we're mm-hmm. going to talk about is emotional boundaries. Mm-hmm. Now, you cannot have healthy emotional boundaries until you have healthy mental boundaries. That's fair. Yeah. 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 So once you're setting boundaries within yourself to help foster your own emotional well-being, your own physical well-being, um, you're giving yourself, you know a strong sense of values, um, you know, informed opinions and, you know, a real understanding of your emotional health. Then we get into emotional boundaries where they are boundaries which separate your emotions and your responsibilities for those emotions from the emotions and reactions from others, right? So say, for example, um, you have, you've been having a bad day, Mm. right? For example, I come home and you're um, all up in your face because I'm all excited. I'm like, oh my God, Soraya's home. Yes, yes, yes. And you're like, Yasmin, I swear to God, I've had a really shitty day. Um, I've been masking all day. I really need you to just leave me alone Mm. for half an hour so I can wind down, so I can set myself up for the evening because I need to, I need time to feel like myself again. Having healthy emotional boundaries I wouldn't turn around and be like, well, fuck you. Like, you don't want to spend time with me. Like, you just come home and you're already, like, yelling at me. If I had emotional, like, healthy emotional boundaries within myself, I would understand that your emotions are valid, Mm. your needs are valid, and it's not because you're attacking me. Yeah. And you know what's really hilarious about that is that um, George, right, she told me once about an old housemate, Mm. how... Because George is like the same too. She needs that time to unwind when she comes home. And when she used to live in a share house, she had like this housemate that used to be all up in her face as soon as she got home saying, Mm. we need to do this, we need to do that. And like, how was your day? Oh my God, like blah, blah, blah. I haven't seen anyone all day. She didn't work. So she She had all this pent up. Yeah, she was always home all the time. And like George on numerous occasions told her like, like you need to like... I need some alone time. Like, I've just been around people all day. I need time to, like... Decompress. Decompress and recharge. And we can talk, like, in an hour. I just need my alone time. Yeah. And she... This chick just made it all about her. Like, you know... 
that, you know, like, how can she, like, George do this? Why, like, you know, she's really excited to see her. Like, all she wants to do is just talk to her and stuff like that. Like, it was such a massive issue. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it just was really bad because it's, like, she's telling you we can talk in an hour. You can wait a fucking hour. (laughs) Yeah, it's, like... You can chill out. Like, yeah. you're fine. Like, you haven't seen me for this long. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. You can wait another hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, basically, when you have healthy emotional boundaries, it separates what other people give you from what you feel. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, not reacting, not taking things personally. Like, if you... Um, so, say, for example, we're going on the topic of social media. Mm. Um, if you see sometimes, you know, people in the comments bashing people cyber bullying people for the sake of they can and they got time on their hands and they're losers um things that like if you have good internal boundaries Mm. um i've seen like for example there's this um author activist fashion icon uh named alok menon uh they have come across my feed really recently they are just a phenomenal body positive uh you know uh are they by um, gender fluid? Gender fluid. That's gender it. fluid. Yeah, so yes. Yeah. Yes. No, no, no. Like I was going by gender. Like that's not the word. Yeah, by gender is <laughs> not the correct term. Gender <laughs> fluid. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I they know. are. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And they post brilliant um, photos, fashion-forward photos, mm. great, inspiring captions, and they do a lot of um, you know really empowering interviews. And I've seen them in the comments going back to people who have said, you know, because they have a lot of, you know, body hair and they are very proud of their body hair. And going back to people in the comments who have said, you know, you're disgusting, you're this, you're that, with a lock going back to them being like, I am so sorry that society has told you that this is ugly. I really hope you can address what's inside of you to help you be a Mm -hmm. better person. And that is like a perfect example of having healthy boundaries because someone's giving you trash and you are molding it and turning it into a diamond and giving it back to them. See, I, I like I love those um those like clips or videos or say for example with Westboro Church. Okay. Right? No, not because of them. <laughs> it's like right. Nah, all right. <laughs> right. And instead of like people like gay people screaming back at them yeah. they just go in front of them and start kissing and i'm like yes, yes. <laughs> it's like having healthy emotional boundaries is you know approaching things of hostility or you know what could be perceived as hostility things that may be uncomfortable mm. with love and understanding and acceptance and just being like hey okay cool you do you but i'm gonna do me that's fine right and that just shows like how comfortable one is in themselves that they can they yes. can do that. And you know what? I bet some of those comments do sting, but I think the only way that you give power to those people is if you react emotionally because in yeah. the end, that's really what they want. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so that's the thing. You can't have healthy emotional boundaries without having healthy mental boundaries mm. because, as you said, if you're not happy within yourself and you don't feel safe, then you are going to mm. react to yeah. those things. Um, okay, so getting to the most important part, how to set your boundaries. Okay. It's actually very simple. Mm-hmm. I feel like people would be like, oh, I don't know how to do this. Uh, it's actually really simple. Um, first, you want to identify your boundaries. Mm-hmm. And the best way to do that is to listen to your gut. <laughs> Shock, horror, <laughs> oh my God, listen to your gut. I've never heard that before in my life. Um, look, you know, 
we know what the gut feeling is. We've all had it beforehand. And I think a lot of us don't trust our gut feeling. Yeah. Or we don't know how to put into words what our gut is telling us. And so we ignore it. Right? Mm. Um, so, you know, like your gut is telling you when you're uncomfortable. Maybe take some time afterwards to sort of think about the situation where you felt uncomfortable and try and evaluate why. Would you say as well, if you are in that situation, to not act upon it and just walk away and assess it? I think if you're unsure as to why you're feeling uncomfortable and you don't know what to do, for sure, maybe like remove yourself from the situation. Mm -hmm. Say, for example, you might be at a party and there are things happening at the party and you're just like, "Mm, I don't really feel comfortable about this, but I don't know why. If you're still feeling uncomfortable, maybe go home. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, But maybe say, for example, if it was just like me and you and you said something and I wasn't sure how to react to it Mm. and I wasn't sure why I wasn't sure how to react to it, I could then just like sit with it, keep hanging out with you. Yeah. It depends on what the space situation Mm. is. Like if you're in a safe space, then, you know, feel free to sit with it. But if you feel unsafe, get yourself out of there. Yeah. And I feel Mm. especially like there's so much pressure to put words to your emotions at the second that they happen, it's not always possible. Mm. I feel like it's hardly ever possible to do right at the second that it happens. So, yeah, a good way to figure out what your gut feeling is telling you is to identify your values. You know, things that make you feel respected, make you feel safe, make you feel valued, um, and why those values make you feel that way. Mm. Um, you know, your values can come from culture or from religion or from spirituality or they can come from your lived experiences. So say, for example, in our um, self-toxicity episode we did a while ago, mm. I talked about how I have um, a trigger response to not being listened to. Yeah. So my the reason for that is I feel valued and respected when I'm attentively listen to Mm. so my boundary is i say to people hey if you don't have the time to listen to me or you don't have the time for this conversation or the energy just let me know and i'll bow out yeah because i know that i'm going to feel devalued and disrespected if we continue a conversation in a space where my boundaries aren't respected yeah that's fair right yeah cool so if you identify your values um they can help you understand what your gut is telling you and that does take time sometimes but your gut is always right yeah the other thing that you can do is identify your rights okay things like i have a right to say no yeah i have a right to take care of myself Mm -hmm. i have a right to not feel guilty for doing the things that make me happy Mm. um you have autonomy to your body yes i have a right to say no to someone touching me in a way that i feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. I have a right to look the way that I look. My body has a right to be. Yeah. Just simple, be. You know, your basic human rights. You have a right to fail and learn from your mistakes. Yeah. Little things like that, I think with those, they can be very empowering the more often that you tell yourself, I have a right to be like this. I Mm -hmm. have a right to uh, see my friends. I have a right to tell my parents when I feel uncomfortable. I have a right to spend my money however which I feel best suits it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Identifying your rights, identifying your values and listening to your gut, they are the best way of figuring out what your boundaries are and then you can set them within yourself or within your professional community or with, you know, anyone else really. Yeah. 
Now, the thing to remember here is that boundaries can be flexible. They can be compromisable because they set in with your values, right? But or they can be rigid. Yeah, because at the same time too, with that flowing of like changing of boundaries and stuff. Yeah. Say, for example, if you are really comfortable, say, for example, with your partner mm. to do things that you were on like your boundary list because yeah. you feel safe with them. Yeah. That's like, you know, it's kind of like um, when you start a relationship. Yeah. You know, your boundary might be, I'm not going to have sex with them mm-hmm. until like three months that we're, we're together. Yeah. But then you could get to a point in your relationship where six weeks later, you're just kind of like, I feel comfortable. I feel comfortable and I feel safe with this person. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So they, they, they can be fluid. They, they grow with you because they're attached to your values and mm-hmm. your gut feeling. As your values and your gut feeling change. Yeah your values, your, sorry, your boundaries can also mm. change with it. And they can be compromisable. Like you said, like in relationships, yeah. sometimes those boundaries can be compromisable so as you can both be in a healthy and safe place together. Yeah. So, lastly, we want to talk about how to communicate the boundaries. Things like, you know, assertive communication. Don't attack someone when you're communicating your boundaries, yeah? Start with I statements, you know? Such things such as, like, I'm not comfortable with hugging people I just met, as opposed to, don't fucking touch me. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's attacking. What, what, uh, what's wrong with don't fucking touch me? <laughs> Soraya. <laughs> Assertive <laughs> I statements, uh, please. Uh, don't fucking touch me. Thank you, Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, that is assertive, but it's aggressive, yeah? So we want to, like, healthily communicate our boundaries, yeah? Especially, like, in a workplace. Yeah, yeah. Follow, follow Yasmin's advice. Don't follow my advice. <laughs> Um, things saying like, I feel disrespected and unappreciated when you expect me to do all the housework as opposed to, you never fucking hate me. I hate you. Do it yourself. Yeah. Which has been thrown around our house a fair amount. Um, yeah. Um, say no. You don't want to do something. You don't want to say yes right away. Say no. Mm. Also, if you're not sure if you want to say yes right away and you say yes, you can then turn around and say no. Yeah. Right? Like learn to say no. No is your best friend. No is your power. Yeah. Okay? Um, and you know what? Ask for what you need. Mm. The best thing about communicating boundaries is that, you know, you're not expecting people to just magically, out of thin air, understand what your needs are, identify your needs where you haven't told them. Yeah. You never know if you don't ask, right? Mm. So, ask. Yeah. What do you reckon? Does that seem like a very effective way to communicate your boundaries? I think so. But I think, like, the hardest thing that will come down to people is acting upon it. Because I feel like, especially women, Mm -hmm. very people, like, sort of people-pleasing. They don't want to affect other other people or come off like they're a bitch and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. If someone disrespects your boundaries and calls you a bitch, you'd show them what type of fucking bitch you are. And that's as strong as... Motherfucking bitch. Yeah. Boss bitch. Exactly. My um, One of my friends said something months and months ago that has really stuck with me. Mm. Um, I can't remember the context, but she was like, um, I'm shit hot and I'm going to live forever, so fuck you. <laughs> and if someone disrespects your boundaries, you just tell them that, okay? Mm. But, like, look, you know, the thing is with, like, people who push back towards your boundaries, like, sometimes you could be clear, you could use your I statements, you could not attack them while communicating and still people will get aggressive and defensive because of that 
those emotional boundaries we were talking about, they themselves may not have healthy emotional and mental boundaries, right? Yeah. So they're probably going to take what you're saying personally. Like George, when she set her boundaries and her housemate took it personally. Yeah. Right? You can be met with that. Look, just all I can say is, you know, first and foremost, you have a right to walk away from those situations. You absolutely do. Don't ever think you don't. It could be a parent. It could be a um, a workplace relationship. It could be a friendship that has gone through decades. If someone doesn't respect your boundaries, like we said beforehand, they don't have a lot of respect for you mm. because your boundaries are you. Yeah. And like you said before, your boundaries can change. So say, for yeah. example, in a friendship... Mm. They have used you for the last 20 years and yeah. then you've woken up, you've met someone who builds you up and your confidence and it just turns around to you like, why do you let them do, why do you do so much stuff for them when they do, n- whenever, you know, you need them, yeah. they're not there. Yeah. And then you go, oh yeah, and realize that and then turn around to that person, don't do as much for them. Yeah. If they then turn around to you and call you a bitch or like. Selfish. Or selfish and that, I'm sorry, that, like that's a you can walk away from that friendship. Absolutely. Because your boundary of not letting them walk all over you Mm -hmm. um, can change over that that time. And honestly, like, it's a really empowering thing to walk away from the things that uh, violate your boundaries. Mm. Sreya and I have both, you know, essentially walked away from people in our family who did not respect our boundaries. Yeah. Um, And we feel all the much better for it. Yeah. So, you know, there's nothing saying that you have to keep these people in your life. Um, because at the end of the day, when you go to sleep at night, you need to be more concerned about how you feel than what other people think. Exactly. Right? And that's the thing, like, don't allow people to push you into believing that they know more about what makes you comfortable than you do, because, again, gut feeling, when you go to sleep at night, your gut's telling you whether you feel comfortable or not. And also as well, um, don't do things that you've been told like but you know like for example with the whole family thing but their family you have to make it like you have to make it work you have to have them in your life it's like you don't choose you don't choose your family you just gotta you know you gotta love them regardless and it's just like no no like I do believe in unconditional love but But that's respect but but respect as well and unconditional love only works if it goes both ways both ways yeah and you know you cannot have true love without respect yeah and if they don't respect you you can't respect them yeah if people don't respect you you cannot respect them because you know you deserve better exactly and look finally i just want to say like you have the right to stand up for yourself i know sometimes it can be really difficult to put yourself out there like you said soraya particularly in situations where with women they could be labeled a bitch or over emotional or you know nagging like you don't want to do the damn dishes don't do the damn dishes yeah if you've got someone in your house that you know expects you to pick up the slack with the gardening or the housework or whatever don't do it for them literally if you don't want to do something don't fucking do Mm. it if something that is happening around you is making you uncomfortable say it yeah because at the end of the day you win every time you stand up for yourself if you lose people from standing up for yourself then you have won because you have lost people who don't respect you. Yeah. And I and I think the issue is is that like obviously as humans we crave it. We crave connection and we crave like you know wanting to be close to people and stuff and so losing people can be 
really difficult. But at the mm-hmm. same time too, once you start saying no to the people that take time in your life mm-hmm. that do not respect your boundaries. And also just like take advantage of you because yep. you have no boundaries set. Yep. Yeah. Um, once those people leave, you then have time and open yourself up to people who actually respect those boundaries and, and help uplift you and yeah. help support you and want to see you thrive exactly yeah that's it because life's too fucking short to like you know yeah life is way too short to make yourself feel like shit just because other people fuck other people yeah <laughs> <laughs> worry about you mate yeah, pretty much exactly yeah. well that's me that was a, that was very informative. Very, very nice. Yes. Thank you. I did lots of research. Yes, I, I, I see all your notes. Yes, I have like seven pages of notes. It's very nice. Very nice. Very it's nice. colour-coded. I'm that person. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Well, Soraya, what's a self-care activity that you've done in the past week? I don't even know. What have I done this week? This week, last past week has been like a blur. Yeah? Yeah. What did I do? Oh, so Jules and I tried to go to Kmart on Saturday. I fucking love Kmart. Yeah, but man, the line was fucking massive to get in. And I was just like, and you know, we went to place, shopping center. <laughs> what? Went to a shopping center. Oh, I hate those too. <laughs> um, and it was so full of fucking people. Oh, it's a pandemic, yeah. guys. Can you relax? Yeah. And you know what as well, right? Um. I can really tell that, yes, my like autism uh, preliminary, you know, results are probably true because I, like, we were there for 35 minutes. Oh. The time that I actually spent in the actual shop, because we went to, like, uh, Schnitz for lunch, right? Oh, fuck yeah. There was no one in there because they can only have 10 people in there, right? I froth that. Right? Mm. And so it was quiet in there. It wasn't busy. Mm. And so we spent, what? 25 like 25 30 minutes in there mm-hmm. that five minutes while i was just out in the shopping center overwhelmed me so much that yeah. on saturday i had to take a nap when we got back for Aww, like three hours you poor thing. because i was just so fucking drained and i had so much to do that day like but your body was like like you need, I need a nap a, i need a nap i need to like recharge because i was just so overwhelmed by mm. the amount of people all the noise, the brightness of the place and stuff, and I just, like, could not fucking handle it. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. I need to, like, I said to Julian, don't talk to me for the next three hours. <laughs> I need to, I need to, because I said to him, I need to, we need to go home. I can't be in here. He goes, that's, because he's, he's autistic as well. He's Asperger's, he's got Asperger's, so he's just like, yeah, we need to go home. Like, this is too much. Yeah. And so, yeah, when we got home, he went straight to his room, and I went onto the couch. I'm not going to lie, just hearing about shopping centres and people and noises and lights is actually triggering my oh, fucking I know. anxiety. It's just too much. Oh, so bad. I hate shopping centres so much. Mum and I went to Lincraft today and I felt like we were in there for three hours. We were there for 20 minutes. Yeah. There was so many loud noises and so many colours. It's too <laughs> it's much. Like, too much. And, like, that's a, that's a thing, like, that I've, I'm learning a lot with because I've done more research with autism and females and all that and I've just gone... There's one, like, a really amazing um, doctor named Jackie. It's either Den or Van, but I'm pretty sure it's Den Houting, and she's, like, Aussie, and she's got autism, and she's a doctor in autism. Mm. Um, And she was just, like, this world is just not built for people who are... Absolutely not. Like, neurodiverse. Yeah, absolutely They're built for people who are neurotypical, so she's just, like, shopping centers. 
not built for anyone who has autism. Well, that wasn't a very good self carey thing that you did going to a shopping center. I had stuff. Oh, no, but I was there, no. I was going. I needed stuff from Kmart. Like I needed stuff to organize my closet and that. So I was going because the stuff I had planned for the day was to organize my closet, and yeah. I needed stuff from there. Yeah. So it was a necessity thing. Otherwise, I wouldn't have gone. But then you had an app. Oh man, I had an app for three hours. You know what? Good on you for listening to your body. Yeah, it was and great. Having an app. This is your reminder. If you don't want to do the thing, you don't have the energy, take a fucking nap. You're allowed. You're human. Exactly. What about you? What did you do? Ah, bro, my anxiety has been through the roof lately. Mm -hmm. I've just got so much on my mind. Um, So my self-care activity is really simple. I started writing to-do lists. Oh, nice. Yeah. And like really, really stick ones, not like, you know, conquer the world by Thursday. Things like go to Kmart. Oh, tick. And you know what I've been doing? Like, if I go, like, off the to-do list and do something that's not on my to-do list, I add it to my to-do yeah, list and then you so then I can tick it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I look at it, I'm like, oh, I'm accomplished. Yeah, exactly. I it's did like, I did stuff today, yeah. yeah. So um, that's that's all I did. I did to-do list. It's uh, helping me sift through my brain, um, helping me feel less anxious because um, I got a lot of shit to do. Mm. So, yeah, that's me. Um, also, I just want to really quickly say before we finish off this episode... Um, I just realized I said before I froth came out so much and we have like a few listeners in the States. I'm sorry for our Aussie slang, man. Like I really am. I froth means I love. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's probably not going to change though. So you're going to have to get with it. Yeah. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> or maybe, right. They start using it in America. <gasps> I would froth that so much. And then we have like people like in TV going, I froth that. <laughs> You know what? I fucking froth that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Thanks so much, guys. Um, don't forget that you can slide into our DMs and Instagram. You can find us at SozNotSozPod, which is S-O-Z-N-O-T-S-O-Z-P-O-D. My brain died in the middle of that. Yeah, it really did. I just saw like I just saw the blinking lights are going. Restart, 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 restart. The light died in my yeah. eyes. <laughs> and then it just like reboot. <laughs> Um, you can also click the email button on our Instagram page if you want to, you know, chuck us a chuck us a verbal mail. Yeah, unless you're a spammer, because we'll be getting that lately. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to build our followers by paying you, okay? We want real authentic people. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and go fuck yourself. <laughs> and leave us alone, okay? <laughs> if you don't want to, like, contribute, then go away. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. Love ya. Thanks for watching, guys. Listening. Listening. Fuck, I do this every time. (laughs) Bye. Bye.